Good morning, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Truma, Tavshin Pei Dalid. <coughs> Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas, Yoridea Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Pidyan Bechor, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Tezayin. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Menachem Aroin Ben Zalman Michal, whose yard site is today. And Lili Nishmas Rebeliezer Rav Nasnyako, Yen Tefradel Bas Rabbi Shariyeh, Zahavaleya Bas Rav Avrom, Sipka Rivka Bas Repilel, and all those that need an alias Nishama, and for a complete Rufur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Bechana Bas Galia, Rochel Bas Galia, Noya Nechama Bas Galia, Tzvi Yosef Ben Chayes Sorasima, Yehuda Shmuel Ben Yael Tzuriya, Liba Shenro Baschan Rivka and her baby daughter, David Eliyahu Ben Michal, Shem Adalaza Ben Michal, Eliyahu Ben Mariam Rus, Chai Rezel Bas Shenro Dobra, Gitl Bas Esther Rochel, Eliyahu Yochevet Bas Sora, Nassim Ben Eliyahu Yochevet, Yosef ben Sidi Yehudis, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Shena Taiba bas Miriam, Levi Elchanan ben Yael, Chaya Shufia Shoshana bas Sora, Daniel Borach ben Sora, Aviva Chaya bas Estamindel, David Yeshayahu ben Sora, Avigail Bracha bas Shira Dvoira, David Leib ben Shena, Edis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Sora Yehudis Bas Sora, Gitagamendo Bas Sipoira, Libalea Bas Sipoira, Avivivan Bas Yispendel, Sarocha Bas Yispendel, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Betzal Yechil Michel Ben Chiachava, Nechemia Ben Chiachava, Eliyose Ben Chiachava, Dovi Ben Dehia Shendel Bas Lea, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Eliana Golda Bas Chanafega, Ayala Chishana Bas Chanalea, Yisrael ben Chanaleah, Hill Yisrael ben Sora, Nechem Yizalman ben Sorafega, Lei ben Zhenya, Eliol ben Miriam Rus, Besoich Sharchel Yisrael. By coincidence, the opening words today on Friday, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Based on everything we've been learning throughout this halacha, which is based on chapter 7 in, in the second part of Likut Imran, Rav Nassar says, therefore, it's a major mitzvah to eat on Shabbos. Because the das that we've been speaking about throughout this halacha, about a person achieving real recognition and awareness and knowledge about Hashem is on Shabbos. As Rabbein Azal speaks about this in chapter 119 and And this is why the Gemara tells us that the Torah was given to B'nai Yisrael on Har Sinai on Shabbos. Because the Torah is the safer of Das. And this is why, especially on Shabbos, especially during the three or four meals on Shabbos, 
the three meals Friday night, Shabbos morning and Shabbos afternoon, Sudashlishis, and then the fourth meal, Malach Malka, that's when you have the highest level of Heora Sarotzan, <clears throat> this incredible high-level light that comes down from heaven, and an, an incredible level of goodwill from Hashem towards us, and an incredible yearning and desire for closeness to Hashem. All of that is especially on Shabbos and especially during the meals of Shabbos. V'yalkein oz mitzvah gedoy lo lecho v'lishtois k'dei l'kabel b'shasu achilo heras harotzen. And that's why on Shabbos, it's a major mitzvah to eat and drink in order to be able, through the eating and drinking, to receive this seoras harotzen, which is what enables us to draw upon ourselves this incredible high level of das. And this is why we find among the Hasidim, especially among the Kubolim, among those that know the most important time that the rabbis reveal Torah, the highest level Torah, is on Shabbos. And especially during the meals on Shabbos, whether it's the Friday night meal, <coughs> the Tish, or especially Suda Shlishis, and, and even the, the morning meal. We know, looking at the Likudim Ran, looking at Rabbein Zalzforim, Rabbein Zalzforim, the major shiurim were usually on Shabbosim, on Yomim Toivim, and especially on Shabbos, Sudesh Lishis. But also, there are several chapters on Likud Imran that were said Friday night and Shabbos morning. Because especially during the Shabbos meals, this Rotsoin is shining. Which is what really enables the das to be given over from a rabbi to a student in the best way possible. And this is why, out of all the meals on Shabbos, the, the one during which the tzaddikim reveal the, the most Torah is usually Suda Shlishis, the third meal. Ki oz nestaleg Moshe Rabbeinu, because that's when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. Also Yosef HaTzadik and Dover HaMelech. She nestaleg b'shaito de shel Shabbos. The Zohar HaKadosh tells us very clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away at Mincha time on Shabbos. She oz meir raiva de raivin. And the Zohar HaKadosh tells us that that's when the highest level of Ratzon is shining. It's called Ratzon Sheberetzonos. Ki Iker Hadas Hamitianal Nimshach Alidei Moshe Rabbeinu Lashon. Because the, the, the most true Das that was brought to the world, that was given to B'nai Yisrael, was given to us through Moshe Rabbeinu. Shehu posach lonu oer hadas leida ki Hashem alakin. He's the one who really opened up for us this light of das, this level of recognition of Hashem. V'yalkein nistalek b'shabes b'nincha b'rotzen shebaretzainois. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu left the world on Shabbos at mincha time. This rotzen shebaretzainois. Ki iker hashoras hadas midor ledor lo netzach 
because the main success in passing on this das from one generation to the next, from rabbi to student, from father to son, <coughs> is dependent on this because the Sahara works very, very hard in each and every single generation to oppose, to block those who want to receive this holy das. And therefore, the main solution to this is this incredible, intense, high level of desire and yearning, <coughs> which the tzaddik infuses into the people, so that no matter what, no matter what a person is going through, no matter how far a person feels away from Hashem, Regardless of anything, our desire, our yearning, and our craving should be very, very strong for Hashem, yearning for Hashem, to, to come close to Hashem. And through this, the, the tzaddik, encourages the people and gives us the, the strength that we need to stand our ground, never to fall away completely. And therefore, specifically during that third meal, when the Zohar Kodesh tells us this is most powerful, specifically as part of the meal, we don't bend. We we wash. We eat bread. We we eat fish. The Arizal says, and and we eat whatever we're eating. And before Birkas Hamazon, usually in most shuls, the the the, the Rav gives his drasha. Alkain oz oiskim deyoiser legalois hatoyra. Or again, even if they say Birkas Hamazon, but immediately afterwards the divrei Torah being spoken. That's when they're involved in revealing Torah and, and shining this das into their students. Because Rabbi Nezal makes it perfectly clear in that chapter in Likut Imran that in order for a parent to succeed in giving this das over to, to their children, in order for a rabbi to succeed in giving this das over to their students, it's dependent on Heora Sarotsoin. Shezeo Bechinas Hisfalkus Moshe Beshabas Bemincha, Berotsen Shebretsoinus. And this is why the Torah makes a point of telling us and, and stressing this that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on Shabbos at Mincha time when there is this highest level of Rotsoin, Rotsen Shebretsoinus. Kedei Sheyishoer Daitoy Achrov Acharistalkusoi, Lonetzach. In order that the das which Moshe Rabbeinu gave to us should remain after his passing away forever, through the that he drew, drew at that time, at the time of his 
גם אחר הסתלקוסוי, מדור לדור, לנצח נצלחם. Because again, Rav Nassau wants to make this very clear to us that the, the success of a tzaddik giving over his das to his students and then passing it on to the further students and going on from generation to generation is dependent on he'oras harotzayim. It's dependent on this incredible high-level light coming down from heaven. Any questions, please? Wow. <clears throat> I see a, a, an imp- incredible reminder in the chat that today is the yard site and birthday of Moshe Rabbeinu Olavashon. <clears throat> Zayin Ador. Th- a few thousand people went to Miron, <clears throat> to Miron yesterday. I know from the Breslov community here in Yerushalayim, the boys who get together every Leil Shishi Thursday night, they had buses that were leaving at about 10.30 at night to get to Miron, to be in Miron for Chatzois midnight and to stay over through Nates, Davani Nates this morning, and then come back to Yerushalayim. This is a custom because of the incredible deep connection between Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, as we will see in the next words. Paragraph Yudzayim, V'zer Bechinas Lagba Oimer. And based on everything we're learning here now, we'll be able to understand the incredible importance of Lagba Oimer, which the, the Gemara tells us, that's when the students of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying a terrible plague, where thousands of students were dying almost every day. <clears throat> Over a period of 32 days, 24,000 students passed away. Imagine that the, we, we know the suffering we have now, that there's this war where, where Eretz Yisrael is trying to, to eliminate Hamas. And every time we hear that one soldier got killed or one, one person got killed, it's an incredible tragedy. <clears throat> or we hear that on that day, on October 7th, 1,200 Jews were massacred, murdered. Here we're told that during those 32 days, 24,000 rabbis, students of Rabbi Akiva, died in a terrible plague. And it stopped on Lad Boimer, which is the yard site of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizam. She'ikr has simcha'oz, and we know that on Lad Boimer there's incredible celebration. There's music. That's when we can start listening to music again. We don't listen to music during Sfira Soimer. <coughs> on Lag Boimer, even those who keep all, all the latter days, Lag Boimer is a day when there's music, celebration, dancing. It's the largest gathering of Jews in the world, in the world of the annual year is Lag Boimer. Prior to Corona, prior to all of these things, the numbers were up to seven, eight hundred thousand people coming to Miron for Lag Boimer during that two, three day period. <clears throat> and now, unfortunately, because of the the shelling, the rockets being fired from from Lebanon, from the Hezbollah, Yamach Shemam Vezichon, they were told usually on the night of on the night of there are many people that fast. On Zion Ador, there's a special tainus of the Hebrew Kadisha on Zion Ador, which is <clears throat> mentioned in Sforim. 
And so at night, they break the fast. There's a Suda uh, celebration. <clears throat> and uh, they said that last night they would not allow it because they're afraid of a large number of people gathering in, in one place. What's the celebration about? Why aren't we crying that this great tzaddik left the world? That Rabbi Shimon Barichoi left the world. However, he left behind an incredible holy revelation of Das. Which is the holy Zoyar Kodesh and Tikune Zoyar and Zoyar Kodesh, which it says in the Zoyar Kodesh that this Sefer is going to ensure that the Jewish people will get out of exile. And it's brought that shortly before Moshiach comes, there's going to be a major increase in people learning the Zoyar Kodesh. And, and throughout the years, the Arizal opened up the Zoyar Kodesh a lot to make it clearer and other commentaries, but recently, recently, meaning about 50 years ago, approximately, there's a rabbi, Rabbi, rabbi Daniel Frisch, who was a chassid of the Tova Saran Chassidim here in Yerushalayim, who worked for years and wrote a commentary on the Zohar Kodesh, where he pulled maybe from 15 different of the very legitimate commentaries on the Zohar Kodesh, pulled it all together, and, and presented it in as simple wording as he possibly could, so that if a person wants to learn the Zohar Kodesh, they can get it, they can get a clear understanding. And, and this Sefer, his commentary, which is called Mosek Midvash, has been printed, they might have printed a million copies of it. There are people, people that donated money to print it originally, and people constantly printing and selling sets most of the shuls have it in them today, Baruch Hashem, and many people who never thought of having such a thing in their home, they have the Zohar Kodesh with the commentary of the Mosek Midvash. As Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal said in the Gemara and Shabbos, on the Pasuk that the Torah will never be forgotten from his children, referring from the Jewish nation, that's the simple pshat, but Rabbeinu revealed a secret that, that the Torah will never be forgotten from his, as a result of his child. Whose child? Rabbi Yechoi's child. That the last letters of Ki, Loi, Sishokach, Mipi, Zaroi, spell the word Yechoi. Rabbi Yechoi, that his Zera, his son, is going to ensure he's going to leave behind a Das, such an incredible high level of light, that no matter how much the Sitrachra tries to close the lights, to put darkness into the world, to put us into Golos, and Hastora Shebetoy Hastora, the Zohar Kodesh will outshine all of it and will ensure that we will, we will get out of Golos. And therefore, the secret regarding Lag Boimer is, is hinted to in a Pasuk when Yaakov Avinu and Lavan ended up making a, a, an agreement. It says, that Yaakov Avinu set up a pile of stones as a as an Izbeach, and they ate there by this pile of stones. And, and they called it 
And Yaakov Avinu called that place Gal-Aid. Gal-Aid. Aid means testimony. And, and Gal is that pile of stones. And the Arizal says that this is alluding Bechinas Gal-Aid, Kemuva Bekisve Arizal, that this is an, uh, referring to Gal, Lagbo Imer. And Gal means to reveal. There's a Pasuk in Tehillim, Gal Enai Abito Niflois Mitoira Secha. Dovanamel says, open my eyes and, and let me be Zecha to see the wonders of the Torah, referring especially to the secrets of Torah. And again, the Pasuk begins with Gal, that Gal, which is alludes to Rabbi Shema Bayechoizal. And aid. Because again, Rabbi Shema Baruchoi is the one who testified that the Torah will never be forgotten. And now Rav Nosson's And that's why the Torah tells us they ate there, Daika specifically. Because through the eating of these holy people, Yaakov Avinu and his sons, they were able to draw this light of Ratzon, Shehu Bechinas Heoras Hashoras Hadas Shevat Sadik, which is what ensures bringing down the 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 light of the, the Das of the Tzadik that it should remain. Hashora means it should remain from generation to generation, even after the Tzadik passes away. Shezehu Bechinas Histalkus Rabon Shimon Ben Yehoi Belag and this is the concept of Rabbi Shimon Bar leaving the world on Lag Boimer, Shehishir Das Kozeh Boilam, that he left behind a level of Das like this in the world, the Zohar Kodesh, Sheikoroi Nimsha Chalidei Heora Sarotzaim Bishasa Achila Daiko, whereby this incredible high level of Das, the time that we're able to draw it upon ourselves most is. During eating, when that heora sarotzin is shining, and that's why the pasuk says they ate there by the gal. Because we know the students of Rabbi Akiva passed away between Pesach and Shavuos. And the Gemara says, when these 24,000 rabbis passed away, it, the world was like a desert, as far as Torah, as far as light. As the Gemara says in Yavamas, page 62, And therefore, because it's specifically between Pesach and Shavuos when the entire Jewish nation is involved in drawing this holy das down. Whereby it begins on Pesach. That's when Hashem took the Jewish people out of Egypt through Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's when this holy das was born through the incredible miracles that Moshe Rabbeinu performed before the eyes of the entire Jewish people. 
Shaydeze Posach Oyer Hadas Boilam. And through this, Moshe Rabinu opened up this light of Das, this incredible recognition of Hashem to the world. Voidia, and he made it known, Ki Hashem, Hu, Hu Elikim, Shalit, Umoishel Ba'ilomai, that Hashem is the king, the ultimate king from the highest places down to, to the lowest places. <clears throat> and he's the one who is in control and in charge of everything in the world. And Hashem can do anything he wants. Hashem is not bound by any laws of nature or anything like that. However, the, the Arizal and the Zohar Kodesh tell us that the great, great light, spiritual light that came down on the night of Pesach came down not in its normal, in its usual manner. Usually the light comes down the lower level first and then higher and higher. On the night of Pesach, it came down Shaloi Bahadraga as a blast of light. And then on the second day of Pesach, that great light leaves. And we, throughout the 49 days of Sphira, we, we go about, and which is st- kicked off by bringing the Oymer Soirim on the second day of Pesach, is when they brought this Korban, this Oymer Soirim. And then from that day until Shavuos, we're involved in drawing the Das back into the world, the Hadroga step by step, Keseder, in, in the normal, in the right order. Exactly. And Rav Nosson Zalei says, V'ayin mizeh b'mokam acher, v'hilches peter chamoer, hanichlal v'hilches pesach halochetes oischov. Rav Nosson Zalei says, take a look over there, in Orachayim, in, in, in the laws of peter chamoer, in, in Orachayim, but where Rav Nosson Zalei discusses peter chamoer, as part of Hilchas Pesach, all the way at the end, the ninth halacha in Likute Halachas on Pesach, at the, there's there's a part at the end where Abnosan Zal goes into the laws of Peter Hamoir, and there he elaborates on this. The Iker Hamshocha Sadas Hakodesh and what's most important about bringing this das into the world is that it's not enough to just bring it into the world. It's got to be brought into the world and established, given over in a way that those who are receiving it will be able to pass it on to the next generation. And they'll be able to pass it on to the next generation for, for eternally. Ubimei Rabbi Akiva during the life of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva was, was responsible to draw this, to pass on this holy das to his students, so that again, even when he would leave the world, this das would remain in the world forever. However, the Sahara challenged this. The Yitzhara worked very, very hard to oppose this. And the Yitzhara caused machlokes among the students of Rabbi Akiva. Until 
to the extent where all those 24,000 students died during the days of Sphira specifically. Why specifically that period of time? Because as we just explained before, the days of the Sphira Seimer are an incredible, important time of drawing das upon ourselves. And that's why the Eight Sahara worked very hard to use those days to, to kill the, the students of Rabbi Akiva during those days. As is the nature of the Eight Sahara, the Malchama, <clears throat> that's how it usually works. That specifically during the time and in, lo- and in a location where the Yitzhahara sees that people are involved in trying to repair everything, trying to fix everything, <clears throat> that's when the Yitzhahara tries his best to use every trick and every, every possibility to destroy, to damage. Avo, however, we know it says in Tehillim, Ato moroim lo'olam Hashem. You, Hashem, are always on top. You, Hashem, will always come out and on top. You'll always win. <clears throat> the, the Gemara says, Hashem's hand will always be on top. There's this game that children play to see who can put their hand on top of the other one quickly, quickly. And, and here it says, Hashem's hand always will come out on top. Because the repair of this incredible damage that happened with the students of Rabbi Akiva was repaired through Rabbi Shimon Bar and his students. Rabbi Shimon Bar was among the top, top students of Rabbi Akiva. <clears throat> the Gemara says in Yerushalmi, that when Rabbi Akiva was about to pass away, he called together all of his students, and he said <clears throat> that Rabbi Meir is the one who's going to take over as the Rosh Yeshiva after I pass away. So it says Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal looked at him because Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal knew exactly who he was. And Rabbi Akiva said to him, you, your greatness, only Hashem and I are aware of. Only Hashem and I know your greatness. And Rabbi Akiva also became a teacher. He taught the elite, the the top of the top, the students who were qualified to learn the deepest secrets of Torah, those were his students. Rabbi Shimon Bar was the one who received the das from his Rebbe, Rabbi Akiva, and shined it into his students so that it would be permanent. It would remain in the world forever. And this is why we celebrate in a major way on the day of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyezal's passing away, Shehu Lag Boimer, Iker HaSimcha, because this is the real celebration, Ki Achar Histalkus HaTzadik Amiti, because after a true tzadik leaves the world, Meir Hadas Beyoiser, 
his, his das shines much more brightly than during his lifetime. As we see by Rabbi Shemari Choy, during his lifetime, he had this group of nine students. He taught others also, obviously. He's mentioned all over the Gemara. But his main group of students was nine students at one point, and then three of them passed away. Six students, six students plus him. And today, Rabbi Shema Barichoy has tens of thousands of students who are learning his words, the Zohar HaKadosh. And this is what really defines the greatness of a tzaddik, that the tzaddik was to bring such an incredible high level of das to the world, and shined it into his students, to the point where that das remains in the world for generations eternally. By the way, another connection between Rabbi Shema Barichot, there's a lot written about this in Sforim, especially the sacred Taimei Haminhogim, has a whole section on Lag Boimer, maybe 30, 40 pages on Lag Boimer, and it mentions there many of these secrets showing the connection between Rabbi Shimon Bar and and Moshe Rabbeinu. We know that we, when we count, we say, Hayoim Shneyomim Lo Oimer. Lo Oimer. And yet this holiday is called Lag Boimer. It's brought that lag ba'oimer. These words, exactly as you see it here, is bigimatria moishe, to show one of the connections between Rabbi Shimon Barichoizal and Moshe Rabbeinu. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu is one of the major speakers in the Zohar Kodesh. Throughout the Zohar Kodesh, you have sections called Raya Mehemna, the trustworthy shepherd, which is Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal, to the Tzitzhamidim, etc., etc. Towards the end of yesterday's shir, we spoke about the tzaddik, emuna in the tzaddik, and that it's impossible for a person to have true emuna in Hashem if they don't believe in the tzaddik. And there are people who weren't brought up with this concept. And some people struggle with it. Somebody put a question on the chat at the end of the shir, saying, could we go into this more? The answer is that, that there's thousands of hours to speak about this topic, about the incredible importance of the tzaddik in Yiddishkeit, and how there can be no real successful kesher with Hashem without the tzaddik. We know, for example, that when Hashem made a flood to destroy the entire world, the Torah tells us, but there was a tzaddik. Eile toles noyach, noyach ish tzaddik, and the tzaddik and those who were attached to him, they survived. We find by Avraham Avinu, in all, all the different cases, and especially Moshe Rabbeinu, we find time and time again when Hashem said, I want to destroy the Jewish nation. I want to wipe out the Jewish nation. And it's only because we had a Moshe Rabbeinu that, that Hashem didn't do it. Hashem said, Solachti kidvarecha. I will forgive them based on your words, your words. 
And a person who looks honestly, really honestly, throughout the Torah, from the beginning, from Bereshis, the Zohar HaKadosh says that the word Bereshis makes the letters Roish Bayis. Roish Bayis means the head of the household, which the Zohar HaKadosh calls the Tzaddik. The Tzaddik is called Roish Bayis. <clears throat> the word Bereshis is also Bara Shis, that Hashem created Shis means the foundation, Evan Shisiya, the foundation stone of the world. <clears throat> and Shis refers to the word Yesoid, the word Yesoid, which means foundation. There's a Pasuk that says, The Tzaddik Yesoid Oilam. The Tzaddik is the foundation of the world. <clears throat> and a person who learns, especially who learns the Zohar Kodesh <clears throat> and all the Sifrei Kabbalah and all the Sifrei Hasidus gets this much, much clearer. That's where this, this concept is really made perfectly clear based on sources throughout the whole Tanakh, throughout the whole Torah. And if a person, if a person is aware of this and then learns Chumash and learns Nevi'im and Ksuvim and learns every part of the Torah, you'll see this on every page. Every page of the Torah makes it clearer and clearer and clearer the incredible importance and significance of the tzaddik. The Zohar Kodesh says we're talking about Shabbos. Today is Erev Shabbos. The Zohar Kodesh says that the students of Rabbi Shimon said to him, Antu Shabbos the Kula Yoimi. Shabbos is called Mekoyer Habracha. Tonight, Friday night, we're going to say Lechadoidi. We're going to say Likra Shabbos Lechuven Elcha. Shabbos is the source of all blessing. And there's a Pasuk that says, that the Brochos are found by the Tzadik. We find in the beginning of Parshas Lech Lecha, Hashem says to Avram Avinu, I will bless you, I will expand your name, and you will be bracha. And Rashi there quotes the Gemara, which says, Hashem says, until now, the brachas were by me. From this point on, here you go. I'm giving you the brachas. You are the one who is able to give brachas. And this is why we, we seek a bracha from a tzaddik. The Gemara says, that if a person has a crisis, if a person has a problem, if someone is sick in your house, the Gemara says, go to a chacham, go to a tzaddik, ask him to be mispalel. In addition to your own tefillahs, ask him to be that. Why? Because he's in a different league. He's in a... Every Jew is important. He's a billion times more important. The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu is considered like all 600,000 Jews rolled up to one, into one. The word Moshe, Mem is 40, Shin is 300, 40 times 300 is 12,000, Hey is 5, 12,000 times 5 is 60,000, and the Gemara tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu was 10 Amois tall, so he was 10. 60,000 times 10 is 600,000. And there are many, many sources throughout the Torah. There's a pamphlet that was put out by Reb Shmuel Horowitz, Zichrein of Racha. He was one of the leading Breslover Tamid who lived in the previous generation. 
Reb Shmuel Horowitz, and he wrote a pamphlet about 40, 50 pages focusing on this topic, showing how one of the most important basic tenets of authentic Judaism is emunah tzadikim. Emunah tzadikim and coming close to tzadikim. Uh, I was asked, the one who founded, the one who was responsible for founding this Likutei Aloha Shir, it started by a phone shear between two people, me and another very close friend, and he, I, I, he saw this sefer, and he once said to me, "You have to give a shear on this sefer. Maybe, maybe we're in the Sunday shear, and we're coming close to the end of Chaim Haran. Maybe after that, it might be a good thing to to record that, to really record that and explain it for those who want to know." Any questions, please? Awesome. We have a question in the chat. Let's see. Every kosher branch in Yiddishkeit has the concept of tzaddik. He's not always called tzaddik. He's called the Rav, the Rosh Yeshiva, the Chacham. Why does Hasidus think of this concept as their own? The answer is that Hasidus doesn't think of it as their own, but we find, unfortunately, that outside the world of Hasidus, there are many people who, who don't get it. They don't have real emunas chachamim, even in their rabbis. Rab Nasanzal, who wrote, who wrote about his trip to Eretz Yisrael, and he wrote, he met Talmide Hagra. We know that there were a whole group, a large group of Talmide Hagra, the Vilnagon students, who made a, a pilgrimage to Eretz who, who, who emigrated to Eretz Yisrael. And Rav Nosanzal writes that he met them and he spoke to them. They had a big conversation. And Rav Nosanzal says, I was shocked. I was surprised to see, not that they don't believe in our, they don't believe in their own rabbis. They don't, the, the, the term emunas chachomim, emunas tzadikim, they, they don't really have it. They don't, they don't necessarily go to a rabbi to ask him to be mispal for them. They don't necessarily seek advice from tzadikim. Again, not, a, not everybody. We're not talking about everybody. And, and the plague that we have in the world today, the plague of therapists, psychologists, psych, uh, psychiatrists uh, that, that has infiltrated the religious world, that, that also, instead of going to a tzaddik to seek advice and guidance, instead of going to a tzaddik, a chacham, a rabbi, to seek advice and guidance and help, in every type of situation, people are going to, to and and rabbis are sending people to therapists. The, 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 some of the rabbis don't get it; they don't know what the role of a rabbi is because, again, they weren't taught that. They weren't taught that the Torah is eitzos. They were taught that the Torah is halachas. You're allowed to do this, not allowed to do that. Can do this, can do that. They they didn't learn the Zohar Kodesh which says that the, Zohar, the, the Torah is Taryag Itin Doiraisa. It's a sefer of Eitzos. And they didn't learn Likutim Aran. Rav Nosanzal writes in the introduction to Likutim Aran, the Hakdama, that this sefer, every page, is full of advice and guidance for life in every facet of life, you know, that kind of thing. So therefore, there, oh, is, there is unfortunately a stark difference. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Somebody wanted to ask something, please? 
Hold on, Dustin. Yes. Yeah, Zami Hands, how are you? Please, go ahead, yes. Yeah, so just to point out that tonight is the Zionada reshow, it's the Zionada. Exactly, we mentioned it before. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I didn't know that, I didn't hear that, I'm sorry. You mentioned it earlier in the Shia. So question the chat, are we saying that religious psychologists and therapists are not really needed? The answer is, if there were proper rabbis, if a person has the right kind of rabbi, and if the person is the right kind of student, then they, of, of course, there's no need for psychologists or all of that stuff. Of course. Because the right kind of rabbi is giving over das. Das, all-inclusive das. The Gemara says, Study the Torah, turn it over and turn it over, because everything is in it. There's the story with the Baal Shem Tav HaKadosh that during his time, I heard this from Rabbi Yechaim Reza, that during the time of Baal Shem Tav, there was a very wealthy person who sent a shipment of cattle, a large shipment by, by, by boat, by barge, like to a different place. And it was maybe the value of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he didn't have any word that it arrived there safe. And he was very, very worried about it. And he tried all kinds of ways to get information and couldn't. And he's terrified because his whole wealth is in, in this investment. And he's, somebody says to him, he says, who can help me? Who? So somebody says to me, go, go to the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov is going to help me with my cat. He says, he's a tzaddik. A tzaddik can help for anything. He goes to the Baal Shem Tov and he says to the Baal Shem Tov, he tells him the problem. The Baal Shem Tov says to him, bring me a safer from the shelf. He brings him a safer, and I believe it was the Zohar Kodesh. And the Baal Shem Tov starts learning, learning for a few minutes. And he, he closes the safer and he says, okay. Your cattle arrived safely. They're in this and this place. The reason why you haven't heard is because A, B, C, D. And this wealthy person looks at him and he says, with all due respect, Rabbi, my cattle are in the Zohar Kodesh? He says, of course. The Gemara says, that Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. The Torah was the the architecture, the architect book, of creating the world and operating the world. all That's all in the Torah. You just have to know how to look and where to look. So here again, unfortunately, because of the Yerita Sadoiros, because many, many rabbis don't know how to look and don't know where to look, and there are rabbis that don't know that the, the answers are in there. They don't know that all the answers are in the Torah. That Unfortunately, and they've heard that there are therapists and psychiatrists, like all of these people who are trained. They study these problems. They know about. They know about depression and anxiety. These, these things, and they can help. They they're, they're the ones that can help. Question: But contemporary psychological problems are caused by contemporary conditions that weren't there before. And the Torah is not contemporary? That, 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 this is the problem. You're hitting the nail on the head. The Torah is ancient. The Torah is archaic. It might have worked thousands of years ago. It might have worked during the time of Moshe Rabbein. I wasn't there. I don't know. But today, today's problems and today's technology, 
The Torah is for today. The Torah is today. The word Hayoim is written maybe 20 times throughout the Torah. And and, Rabnos, and the, the Gemara and the Medrash and Rav all of them stress Hayoim, Hayoim, Hayoim to tell us the Torah is all about today. Now, now, exactly what's going on right now, that's what the Torah is there for, to teach us in every single, this is what we're talking about here, passing on this knowledge from generation to generation. And again, those people who are very knowledgeable, the true tzaddikim, they know how to interpret the Torah and apply it to today's situations. Just like you have Paiskin, very knowledgeable Paiskin, the, the, the Gemara doesn't speak about electricity, and the Gemara doesn't speak about cars and buses and trucks. So how could there be halachas? How could you tell me that there's halachas regarding buses and trains? So therefore, the, the reform and the conservative, they say, of course, the Torah d- doesn't apply to that at all. They didn't have those things in those days. But the, or the rabbis who are teaching authentic Judaism know that the Torah has all the information in it that a truly qualified rabbi will be able to know exactly, are we allowed to go in a car on Shabbos or not? What, do, what is a car similar to, to what's in the Torah? To have that birur hamedameh, to be able to understand how to apply every word of the Torah to today and tomorrow, not just today, tomorrow. You haven't seen anything yet. We've, we, we know that 50, 100 years ago, there was no such thing as a car or plane. And look what we have today. Who knows what's going to be five years from now or 10 years from now? We see that it's going at very high speed. It's all in the Torah. And the the true know how to apply it. Any other questions before we close? Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos. We said Shabbos is Makar Bracha. Shabbos should give all of Am Yisrael. Shabbos and the Tzadikim should give all of us the Brachas that we need now. The Brachas, the Yeshuas, Ruchmias and Vigashmias. Should be especially the final complete Yeshua with the coming of Moshiach, the Binyan Beis Amikdash, Ben Her Amen, Amen, Amen.